In the latter part of Philippians 3.13, the Bible says something that's very important if we're going to understand fresh start. The Apostle Paul is dealing here. He says, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. There's no way you can look forward to what's in front of you if you're always looking behind you. We need today. You need today, as we start this new year, a fresh start. And I want you to hear me clearly when I say this. We hold the reins of 2023 in our hands. Let me say that again. We hold the reins of 2023 in our hands. 2022 is gone, and it's now time for us to steer in a new direction. Don't you believe that? Are you tired of the same old, same old? Are you tired of some of the things that happened in the year 2022? Well, let me tell you, today it is a fresh start. We get new vision, new sight. I want you to hear this. Listen, if you take up residence in your history, you will never walk in your divine destiny. Let me say it again. If you take up residence in your history, you will never walk in your divine destiny. Why is this? Because you will be living in what was and not that which is to come. Living in what was. How many people do you know that's living in what was and not that which is to come? Now hear me. Everything I say to you today is meaningless. It's without merit unless you hear it by means of the Spirit. You literally take it into your heart. You take it into your spirit, and then you make the appropriate changes. If there's no change, this that I'm doing today is a waste. It's not helping any of us. So you hear it, you take it into your spirit and make the appropriate changes. And when I go through these times, if I have these difficult times, especially in year 2022, when I went through these difficult times, this is a prayer that I pray in order, in order for me to achieve a fresh start. This is something you're going to have to do. In Psalms 27, verse 12 through 14 in the King James Version. Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies. For false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out, breathe out cruelty. Now this verse is important, verse 13. I had fainted. Oh, how many times I would have fainted. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And that's very key. Remember that, in the land of the living. In the land of the living, this is where we dwell. Because after we pass from this life and go into a new dimension, it's, we cannot do anything for the kingdom of God. We can't even do anything for our families or our friends. It's over with. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Then he goes on in verse 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And, be, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And I want to say again, I would have fainted I would have fainted if I had not been able to call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ quit looking at the past start looking forward to the future I want a fresh start in this year we've experienced laughter we've experienced sorrow gain and loss am I right we've watched the forces Dark forces that have tried to destroy the church of Jesus Christ. If you watch what's happened this year. 
What did they do? They were trying to close the doors. That's something the Spirit spoke to me. I said, God, what are they trying to do? He said, they're trying to close the doors to the way, the truth, and the life. Now let me make it personal. These same forces and forces like it wanted the removal of our church. And guess what makes up our church? You. The enemy wants to remove you. He wanted the removal of our church. Dark forces that didn't want men and women to be free. Because that's what we teach. That's what we preach. That's what we give out. That's why we pray. I want you to be free at last. Thank God Almighty. I'm free. And I will remain free. Why? Because he said I'm free. And whom the Son has set free, we are free indeed. Why? Why did they want to close people like us down or churches like this down? Because obviously they didn't want a fresh start. Because we stand for truth and that which is right. And anytime that happens, people want to shut it down. The powers that be want to shut it down. Matter of fact, you'll find out if you're real happy, there are people around you that want to stop your happiness. You act in joy, you act in peace, and you'll be having more. Today's my day. Boy, God is with me. And here's some, some jaybird will come along and just try to strip you clean. Am I right or wrong? I'm not. Either I am or I'm not. They'll strip you clean. You'll think, what in the world just happened? But I'm here to tell you, don't let anybody strip you of what God has given you. You deserve a fresh start. Yeah, the enemy has plans. Plans not only to defeat the corporate body, but the church in this pandemic era. You'll see things start to arise and people get frightened in this pandemic situation. And I'm going to tell you, don't be fearful. The Lord is with you. But I've got some news for you. The dark forces have their plan. But boy, God spoke to me. He said, they, dark forces have their plan. But God has a plan also. And his plan supersedes all the other plans. And he's got in that plan today for year 2023. And for the people that sit before me. And those listening to me in the podcast. You will have a fresh start. So God has a plan. So what the enemy meant for evil, God has turned it around for our good. Say it's to my good. To my good. It may not look it at the time. There's been times I've wondered what in the world is happening. Honest to God, it's like a whirlwind and I'm thinking, what is happening? Never put anything past the devil. And if you don't believe in the devil... He said, well, I still don't believe in the satanic principle. Remember what I've said. You may not believe in it, but he believes in you. Because he's the one trying to destroy you. And he doesn't want you to be happy. Friends, he doesn't want you happy. He doesn't want you rejoicing. I'm going to show you this in a minute, why it's so important to God. So when everything started to look dismal, has anybody gone through some dismal times this year? I said Psalms 142, verse 4 and 5 in the King James. Psalms 142, verse 4 and 5. I looked on my right hand, things looked dismal. I looked on my right hand and beheld, but there was no man that would, that, that would know me. Think about what I'm saying. 
There would be no man that would even know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. I cried unto thee, O Lord. And I said, thou art my refuge. You are my portion in the land of the living. Everybody say, in the land of the living. If you want a fresh start, you have to realize it's in the land of the living. So I asked the Lord, what, if, what is it you want from 2023 for our fresh start? What will fire it off? What will be the primer? The Lord is calling all of us in the year 2023 to a higher revelation, a higher place of praise. Everybody say, a higher place of praise. And the praise I speak of, it's more than singing. It's more than dancing. It's more than shouting. The praise I speak of is a way of life. What are you trying to say, Bishop? I'll praise him in the morning. I'll praise him in the noontime. I'll praise him in the midnight hour. I will praise him all day through. If we truly want a fresh start, we must lift Jesus up above ourselves. We must lift him up above what I'm feeling, my hurts, my wants, my desires. Even when people come after me, I'll thank God because he's with me. So if we truly want a fresh start, we must lift up Jesus. And the phrase was, as he spoke to me, we must lift up Jesus above ourselves. Because if we get into ourselves, Brother Gross, we make terrible errors. If I get into Alan, I, I make some mistakes. But if I get into him, he makes all things clear. The definition of a biblical praise, the word comes from the Latin pretium, which means price or value. And may be defined generally as an ascription of value or worth. Praise may be bestowed upon unworthy objects or from improper motives. But true praise consists in a sincere acknowledgement of a real conviction of worth. The praise I'm talking about is you see the worth of God. You see the worth of what Jesus accomplished on the cross. You see the worth of what he's laying out before you today as a fresh start. When he said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Fresh start. Fresh start. This is the praise he wants. He said, this is the year that I'm calling you to a higher place of praise. That means when you walk into the church here and you don't feel like it, you don't have a right not to feel like it. Why? Because you had two feet that brought you in here. You had breath to be able to walk in here. You had something to give to the house of the Lord. You had a, somebody that smiled at you. Somebody that said, thank you, Jesus. What I'm trying to say is there's value to all of that. So praise him. Praise him. Praise him, Brins, for the job. Praise him, Christian, that you got those, th those contracts done. Praise him, business leaders, that God is with you. Praise him, fathers and mothers, that your family is safe and secure. you, you got to learn, I'm going to fresh start. But he said to me, you're not going to get it until you learn to praise and shut your mouth of condemnation. Now that was a strong statement. 
But what I mean by that, we are constantly condemning others and ourselves to our words. Because God's listening. You don't think he is. But he says he makes an account of every idle word. So I say yes. If we're going to be blessed. If we're going to walk in what I call the fresh start. He said, well, I don't feel like it. You know, I just don't feel like it. It's praise goes beyond what you feel. That's why I said it has to go beyond yourself. I'm a little tired. It doesn't matter. I had an argument with my wife or my husband. It doesn't matter. It goes beyond that. Because when you praise him, he has the ability to change those things. That's the problem we have. The church of Jesus Christ has forgotten to praise him. Why, Christian? Because he has value. Boy, that hit me hard this morning. He has value. I don't have a right to be down in the mouth. Why? Because he's got value, Rihanna. He's got value. You say, but but I feel so worthless. Now, see what you've done? You have really condemned yourself with your own words because he shed his precious blood so you would have value. He's living and dwelling with you so you will have value. So when you don't praise him, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Because he's the one that's living in you and dwelling with you and helping you and abiding with you. Here we want a fresh start, but we want a fresh start without him. You'll never do it. So if we are to be blessed, how many people want to be blessed? If we want to be blessed, if we want this fresh start, it will be because of our ability to posture ourselves, posture ourselves in praise and prepare to go forward. True praise, true praise, which I define for you, will transform and prepare your way for victory. Praise will keep you focused. It's hard for the enemy to dissuade you or take you into a, 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 into an, a, a bad course if you're praising God. Try it. He starts trying to show, deal with your mind. Start praising him and watch what happens. You'll forget all that. Because you can't, your mind can't occupy praise and the enemy talking to you. But a praise will keep you focused and reinforce, reinforce the spirit that's within you. When you live a life of praise, you won't have time for all the negatives that come your way. So I would say this to you today. Let me give you a little homework assignment. Each day when you get up, and hopefully you do get up. Each day when you get up, I want you to find one thing, just one thing that you can praise the Lord for. And bear down on it. Start praising God for that. Why? Because he's got worth and he gave it to you. That's a little homework assignment. Start praising God for some things. You don't have to come out with a whole list right on the first day. Just one thing. I mean, you may praise him for that fried egg you're eating. I don't know. You may praise him for that glass of water. You say, wow, there's nothing to that. Yeah, but let me take you to some places where we're supporting right now so they can have water. We throw it away. They need it. Praise is not just for those things you have. 
But praise is for those things you desire to see in your future. Am I making sense here? There was a time when this great king of, of Judah, the king of Jerusalem, Jehoshaphat, he was looking at defeat right in the eyes. Boy, did he need a fresh start. He had three kingdoms coming against him, and a prophet stood up and spoke to Jehoshaphat and the people. And he said in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 15, and he said, Hearken ye all Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Does anybody know what Judah means? Judah means praise. So that means, Floyd, you can live in praise and still have all hell come against you. But watch what happens. He said, All Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou, King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours. Hear me today. The battle is not yours, but it's God's. Your fresh start is not up to you only. It's up to God because he's with you. So what happened? Second Chronicles 20, verse 20 and 22. And they rose up early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah. Now watch, this is the important part. Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers. Here we go. He appointed singers unto the Lord that they should praise the beauty of his holiness. What did he do? What did he commission them to do? Praise the beauty of his holiness. And as they went out before the army... And to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endured forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Jehoshaphat didn't raise a hand. God took care of the battle. But how did it come? How did they get their fresh start? Praise! Most of the things you're going through and the hardships you're going through, quit blaming other people. It's because you brought it on yourself. I better go on. I'm going to get the meddling here and somebody's going to get upset with me. <laughs> Praise, then, will be the vehicle to our good success. Not just success, but good success. How many people want good success? So if we're to be successful in the coming year... There's something we must listen to. And it starts with three C's. Number one, it starts with care. If you are to be great and you are to have a fresh start, you've got to understand you have to care. You either care for yourself or you care for something else. So there's certain things I wouldn't do because I care for you. So, what's the first C? Care. And when you move from, then care, as you start to care for something, then it moves you to the second C, which is it moves you into concern. You are now concerned about that which you care for. If you get a little puppy and you care for that puppy, now you get concerned that that puppy doesn't get hurt. 
Or that puppy doesn't eat the wrong thing. You can put that in anything. Uh, your child. Your business. Your job. It has to move from care to concern. If it doesn't, it stops right there and nothing happens. Watch this. So it moves from care into concern. And then concern. Once you get the care and the concern lined up, as the Lord showed me, he said the next word that must come into play is commitment. Care will bring concern, and then concern will drive you into commitment. That means you will be committed to your objectives and to the house of the Lord. Those are some things, call us, that we've forgotten. We've forgotten the simplicity of caring. Because somebody else will do it. How many people know that sometimes somebody else ain't going to do it? Because that somebody else may be, just may be you. Care, concern, and commitment. The Lord placed this so deeply in my spirit. Without, he said, without these three C's, you'll never survive what is coming. Because something is coming. There's a storm. And it's coming. If you care for something, you look after it with great intent. And when you're concerned, you will seek after that which is best for that which you care for. And commitment means no matter what, no matter what, you will not forget your care or concern for that which you love. What has happened to your relationships? You can put it in any form you want here. We have replaced excitement and enthusiasm for excuses. So there's no fresh start. Just excuses. So what do we lack? Well, I'll tell you what, if we had more Word of God. It's not knowledge of the Word of God that we lack. We lack the will to put it into effect. I mean, I can teach you the knowledge of driving a car, but until you slide your into the seat, you ain't going nowhere. So you need to listen to me today. Human beings cannot be whole except we be committed because we cannot find ourselves without taking hold of a vision and finding a center beyond ourselves. In short, the emancipation of self requires commitment. Getting out of yourself, beyond yourself, requires commitment. You have to get busy at doing what you know. So I want to get beyond myself and realize that, you know, you hear these people crying, and I said, it's not because of you. It's because people don't, they don't care anymore. Am I right, Pat? And if they don't care, they're not concerned anymore. How long would your business call us? How long would your business survive if there wasn't care, concern, and commitment? How long would it survive? It wouldn't. It, it would fail. There are people that come and sit in churches like this. This is your free part. They come and sit in churches like this. And they amen me, and they shout, and they clap, and all that. And they never do anything for the house of the Lord. They get up and walk out. Now, you take that however you want to, but I'm going to tell you there'll be no fresh start that way. No fresh start. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. 
So I want everyone to hear my voice today. I want everyone that's hearing me to be involved. If you desire a fresh start, it's a constant. Hear this. It is a constant restructuring, reviewing, refocusing, expanding the vision, getting ready for the harvest for this next move of the Spirit. And I have no desire to preach sermons after sermons this coming year and see no change in the congregation. There has to be change. Somebody has to care and be concerned and then commit. Commitment means I don't care what happens. Steve, if you get mad at me, I'm still holding on. Did y'all just hear what I just said? James, if you don't like me anymore, that's up between you and God. But commit to what God said. Are y'all catching this now? It goes beyond our little feelings. My feelings were hurt. I don't care about your feelings. I care about your soul. That's what I care about. We must see the vision that the Lord has placed in our lives and establish goals personally and corporately. If it was not for the Lord who was on our side, we wouldn't even be here, Pat. Damon, we wouldn't even be here. Matter of fact, if it wasn't for the Lord who's on our side, you wouldn't be here. He said, Bishop, you sound a little different today. You sound almost like you're, you sound like a little authoritative. It's because the Lord took me through a process. And the process says either you tell them the truth or you're going to let them live a lie. He says there will be no fresh start until they go to a higher place of praise. And they walk in care, concern, and commitment. <laughs> 